0: He loved that. He wrote that down on the back of a secret service man.
1: He wrote your joke down. That's so funny.
0: And and then, you know what he (laughs) said to me? I can't wait to try that out on Gorbachev.
1: (laughs) Hi there, and welcome in to a brand new week on Celebrity Salute. Dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Rich Little is a Canadian-American impressionist and voice actor, sometimes known as the man of a thousand voices. Rich has recorded nine comedy albums, made numerous television appearances, including three HBO specials and hundreds of appearances on The Tonight Show. Currently, four shows a week at the age of 84 At the Tropicana in Las Vegas. We are so thrilled to have Rich Little join us right here on Celebrity Salute. The man of a thousand voices, master impressionist, Rich Little. Rich, how are you?
0: I'm fine, but I think a lot of your viewers probably don't know who I am. (laughs) (laughs) If they're younger.
1: I I, got to tell you, uh, you know, uh, everybody in my age group, and, and I've talked about this for days before, you came on here, but we all grew up doing impressions of you doing impressions. Huh. And I bet you I had every one of your comedy albums. You had what, nine?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So let me get let me get mine out of the way. I'm sure you get this all the time. Look, my my when Johnny Carson, my I, I I did not know that. Um, uh,
0: not John, Johnny Carson. Johnny, uh,
1: Johnny was uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> did
0: you Did you hear the news? Yesterday, John Scobie, the world's greatest crossword puzzle addict, died yesterday. And tomorrow, they're they're going to bury him four feet down and six feet across. <laughs> That's a typical Carson joke. Kind of
1: corny, you know? And, and you you filled in for Carson many times.
0: Yeah, yeah, 23 times. Oh, yeah. wow,
1: wow. And how was that, that experience the first time you filled in for Johnny Carson?
0: Oh, that was terror. I mean, uh, <laughs> when you think about how many viewers he had, right. you know, and filling in for Johnny Carson, there was a lot of pressure there. Right. And you had to really calm yourself down because, you know, that uh, – that was tough to do, you know, and those Dean Martin roasts were tough to do, too. Because oh, yeah. They were so popular and you were performing in front of some of the greats of Hollywood. So that and, was and, a lot of pressure. That was a lot of pressure, too.
1: Not just record, not, not, not you know, doing the show in front of a lot of greats, making fun of them as you went. I, I mean, I, I just saw I rewatched uh, the roast you did of Jimmy Stewart. And, oh, yeah. and you were teaching Jimmy Stewart how to do Jimmy Stewart.
0: That's right. <laughs> and then when we finally did it, it was terrible. It was,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was that's the, that's the worst Jimmy Stewart I've ever
1: heard. And was that, that's the first impression you ever did?
0: Yeah, that was the first impression that I ever did. I remember seeing a movie called The Far Country with Jimmy Stewart, a Western. And I came home and I sat down at the dinner table and I asked my mom for a piece of apple pie. <laughs> I want some pie. And then I found out that that was the name of Jimmy's horse, was pie. Oh, really? really? Yeah. Yeah, oh, he wrote him in all his, all his Western movies.
1: And uh, a, a, another fantastic show that I used to love was the the one that you were on called The Copycats. And what a, what a great show that was. How, I mean, groundbreaking and very unique. A, yeah. a bunch of incredible impressionists and yeah. did, I mean, that show must've gotten great ratings.
0: Well, hardly anybody remembers it really. Well, I, I, said, I tried, tried to find
1: it on YouTube. I can't find anything on YouTube. No,
0: no, I know there's no record of it anywhere. It was filmed in England, you know? Oh, I did not and, know that. And, uh, we had a lot of great impersonators on the show and we brought a lot of big stars over to do the show. And it was amazing how many big stars we got because, they got a chance to do impressions. And uh, it was funny to hear like Robert Young do an impression of W.C. Fields, you know, <laughs> it was kind of unique, you know, but Tony Curtis came over.
1: Wow. And,
0: uh, Debbie Reynolds and Orson Wells. We had a lot of great people on that show.
1: <laughs> Another guy that was an impressionist on that show, Frank Gorshin. Uh, yeah,
0: Frank, what, yeah. what a great
1: talent he was too, right?
0: Great impersonator too. Yeah.
1: What did he do? The, the Joker or the Riddler? He did the Riddler.
0: The Riddler, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, that was so, such a great show, and yeah, another one of my my absolute favorites of yours is Paul Lynn. I mean, he's, he's an animal.
0: Oh God, Paul was funny, wasn't he? he? It was the way he delivered the line. Right, you know, right. He was, he was sucking in a bad lemon, you know. And they some of the some of the answers he gave were hysterical, you know. Well, when a man gives a great performance, it's customary to say, bravo, bravo. What do you say when a woman gives a great performance? Mind if I smoke?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, he couldn't do that show today, could he?
0: I don't know. I don't know. It, uh, you know, today it's a different uh, ball game, isn't it? Right. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: And, and yeah. now you're you're out in uh, Vegas. You're still performing, right?
0: Yeah, I'm performing at the Tropicana Hotel. I've been there seven years. I went, wow. I went to the Tropicana to do a couple of weeks, and <laughs> here we are, seven years later, and I'm still at the Tropicana, four nights a week, um, Sunday through Thursday.
1: Wow. That that has to be. A great show. How long does the show last?
0: A little over an hour, and, and I show a lot of film clips. You know, yeah. Um, one thing to do the impression of somebody famous, but when I show me working with them, yeah. um, you know, it, 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 the audience really loves that. And you know, the, you see me working with George Burns and and Bob Hope and uh, Dean Martin. You know, Dean was Dean was incredible. <laughs> yeah I,
1: I, I want to ask you about Dean Martin because uh, uh obviously you guys were were fairly close and uh you did a lot of the the, the celebrity roasts like you mentioned uh did yeah. you and you you did a, a Dean Martin didn't you
0: oh yeah oh yeah yeah Dean Dean Martin did you hear there was a loud scream in the operating room this morning and the doctor was heard to say nurse nurse are you an idiot I told you to take off his spectacles, his spectacles.
1: (laughs) Oh, what? Okay. So born in, born in Canada, Ottawa, right? Yeah. And then, uh, I think I, I read where your big break in America came on the Judy Garland show. That's right. That's right. How did that happen?
0: 1964. Yeah. And Mel Torme, the singer and a couple of Canadian writers, who had written me uh, my club act? Uh, they were uh, instrumental in getting me on the uh, Judy Garland show.
1: Oh man! That, I mean, it
0: started my career in the U.S. The Judy.
1: What a, what a first show to do! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and I understand. So she, you auditioned for her and Mel Torme, and you just broke her up.
0: Well, the thing is, Mel Torme and I um, did a variety show in Toronto, and he told me he was going to be doing special material. For the Judy Garland show. Hmm. And he said, I want to put you on the show or see if I can get you on the show. So I put a lot of my impressions on a tape. And then he took it over to Judy Garland's place hmm. and played her at the tape oh, and hoping to get me on the show. But Judy didn't uh, want to hear the tape. She <laughs> said, Now, what do you hear this? She said to Mel, Mel, I don't like impersonators. They make me fart. They make me fart? That's what she said to Mel. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Well, that little girl from Kansas said that. Right. When he, he said, well, just listen to a few of his impressions. And <laughs> she reluctantly did. And when I did my impression of James Mason, who made a movie with her, Star is Born, right. that was the clincher to get me on the Judy Garland show, James Mason.
1: That is great. Well, I saw you do a, a Joe Biden the other day.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm doing Joe Biden. It's a, he's sort of Mr. Magoo, isn't he? Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with Joe Biden. I don't think the liberals are too uh, happy about that. But, you know, um, I go after all presidents, you know. I, yeah,
1: I, absolutely. I mean, you did them all. On and Reagan.
0: Reagan and you Jimmy Carter. You actually, you actually look Ford. a little
1: bit like Ronald Reagan now. Has anybody well, told you that?
0: Well, well, you know, rich does me. Oh, so good. <laughs> but i thought when i passed away <laughs> they should have buried him
1: did you ever I do it did you I, ever I really, do it don really, adams he, hmm? did you ever do a don adams don adams
0: talking to your shoe uh, <laughs> not really but um uh, yeah he was popular back in the Get smart days, well, yeah. And,
1: and you were, and Rich, you were on all those shows. You are Petticoat Junction. Yeah. I mean, all I'm, of those. I was
0: looking up the other day, and um, and I, I I added up that I was on um, eighty five different uh, television shows. Wow. Wow. In my career, eighty to be, be a record. Everything from the Flying Nun to Love American Style to Oh My God to the Boston Pops. You know, well, a and, lot of shows,
1: and then. I saw your piece on CBS Sunday Morning, uh, I guess about a couple of years ago, year and a half ago, and yeah. you were talking about a play that you were doing, right?
0: Yeah, I, I, I did a play uh, last summer um, uh, called um, Trial on the Potomac about the, um, uh, the Nixon um, you know, right. scandal and how he resigned and everything. And it's a very interesting play. It's not a comedy. It was a drama. And I did it in New York during the pandemic, and um, it didn't do that well because nobody was going out. Nobody was going out, going out to theater, it was sure. A pretty, yeah. pretty good show, yeah. you know, but COVID killed it, really.
1: Wow. And, and that was something that you, you wrote?
0: No, I didn't write it. No, no, no. Um,
1: but now you, it, yeah, you always wrote your worked. own material, right? Well, uh, yeah, yeah.
0: In my act, I write all my own material, yeah. But that was written by Jeff Shepard, who worked with Nixon way back in the early days.
1: What was it like working with
0: Don Rickles? Don Rickles, to me, was the funniest man that ever lived. Yeah. Once you accept the fact that he's just putting you on and having fun, right? If you're sensitive, you know, um, you didn't like him, you know, and a lot of people didn't like (laughs) him. Yeah, right. They didn't understand him. Yeah, you know, uh, but he was the fastest comedian that oh. ever lived. I mean, when he would deliver a line, he was thinking about not only the next line he was going to give, but the one after that. <laughs> I
1: it got was to see it.
0: how how fast he was. Oh, the yeah. only other person I could think was as fast as Don Rickles was was, um, was um, uh, Robin Williams.
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say Jonathan Winters, which was uh, Jonathan Winters. Yeah, they,
0: they were pretty quick too.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I but I got
0: movie. to I got, to see, I got to see
1: Rickles yeah. about 2 years before he died. Yeah. Uh, just outside of Vegas and he still had every bit of it. Every bit of it.
0: Yeah, well at the end, you know, I saw him a couple of months before he passed away at the uh Orleans in Vegas and he was sitting in a chair cuz he couldn't walk, you know. Yeah. And um he just sat in a chair and um the audience just loved him. So even though he wasn't really that funny because you know, it was nearing the end. They still, they still applauded and laughed like crazy. And uh, he was one of the greats. Yeah, one of the old absolutely family.
1: one of the greats. Um, did did you, if I recall, uh, did you do a Fred McMurray? Oh, Fred McMurray of My Three Sons.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, did, I did Fred McMurray. Um, Fred McMurray had that kind of a voice, you know. <laughs> And um, I got to know him a little bit too. He was a big fan of Ronald Reagan, <laughs> and uh, I used to see him when I used to go and see Reagan at the White House, and he, would, he was usually there. You know, it's amazing. Back in the '60s, when I, you know, first started to make some uh, some headway in show business, um, all the um, movie stars were Republicans.
1: Huh. I thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and a lot of them had uh, had been in the military.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
1: You know, that's I remember
0: going to a party at Richard Nixon's place in San Clemente, and all of Hollywood was there. Wow, it was amazing. And Debbie Reynolds threw me at the back of Richard Nixon and yelled out, uh, "Mr. President, Rich is going to do you." <laughs> and he thought for a minute that meant I was going to kill him. <laughs> and he turned around. <laughs> And I started to do my Nixon in front of him. And as I'm doing my Nixon in front of, of uh, Richard Nixon, he turned to his wife, Pat, and said, why is this young man speaking in this strange voice?
1: Didn't even understand that you were... No, doing- he didn't know I was doing it. <laughs> but I thought I did him pretty
0: good at that, uh, that little party because when it was over, uh, Pat went home with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true.
1: Well, now when you when you uh, don't let it slide here that you went to visit Ronald Reagan at the White House, what talk about that a second?
0: Well, I was very privileged to get to know him, and I even had um, had tea with uh, he and Nancy up in his private quarters at oh, the wow. White House. Wow! And I was honored to be up there. You know, yeah. And um, they were always very very nice to me. Nancy was very very nice to me, and Reagan. He just got such a kick out of me doing, imitating him, you know. Great sense of humor. Great, great sense of humor. Yeah, yeah. Great sense of humor. I remember he did an impression of Truman Capote for me. Remember Truman Capote? <laughs> oh, you mean Truman Capote? Truman Capote, yes. And I gave him a line to use because he said, Rich, I, I do Truman Capote, but I, I, I don't know what to say. And I gave him a line, and I said to him, well, Mr. President, you can say, my name is Truman Capote, and a lot of people think that I wrote in cold blood, but that's not true. Actually, I wrote in ink. (laughs) And he did the impression for you? He loved that. It was Ah! so cool, but he loved that. He wrote that down on the back of a secret serviceman.
1: He wrote the joke down. That's so funny.
0: And and then, he, you know what he said to me? I can't wait to try that out on Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> Did you imagine oh the president of the United States doing troops voting for Gorbachev? <laughs> God, I would have given a year's salary to You're see right. that.
1: Yeah. And Rich, as I, as I explained, uh, most of our audience is active duty military veterans and their families. And you said you've done a USO tour.
0: Well, I've done a, a few things for, for, for the troops, you know, in my past, I can't really remember what, but, um, um you know and then I, I, all the merchandise that i sell after my show not lately because of uh covet but in the past um i s- used to sell all my tapes and uh and my drawings and uh and everything and then all the money went to the troops
1: oh that's fantastic And, the gary and
0: what, sinise foundation
1: and, and oh the gary sinise foundation absolutely oh,
0: that, that's the best place to send your money really.
1: absolutely we've had gary on the show many times he's a great Great American. Great guy and yeah. a great American and does a lot for our troops. It, it would be for tough that. to do a Gary Sinise. It'd be tough mm-hmm. to do a Gary Sinise. No, I can't do a Gary Sinise. <laughs> what about, um, what would Bob Hope think about you selling merchandise for the troops? Bob Hope.
0: Well, <laughs> Rich, that's that's great. You know, you're selling all this junk to the troops, you know. <laughs> and um, Too bad you know, you're not making any money. <laughs> anyway, gang. I got to tell you. Yeah,
1: sure. Okay. Man, this is such a blast. We do a a regular segment on the show, Rich, called Got Your Six. It's six rapid fire questions, but I'm going to ask them to all different people. Oh, boy. (laughs) What do you got in a cup there, Rich?
0: Um, Just um, um, uh, coffee. What is it? Coffee Coffee, mocha. Ah. Yeah.
1: All right. To, like that latte, really. To to Johnny Carson, what was your favorite thing about Ed McMahon? Ah, uh,
0: But he didn't take over from Johnny Carson.
1: <laughs> uh, to uh, to Joe Biden, uh, what is your favorite room in the White House? The basement. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, Howard Cosell, what are your thoughts about Muhammad Ali?
0: Muhammad Ali was one of the all-time greats. My thoughts about Muhammad Ali, I can't remember who he is.
1: <laughs> to Paul Lynn, what are your thoughts on TV these days, Paul?
0: Oh, it's disgusting. The filth that's on TV. We should get a made in the dust.
1: And <laughs> <laughs> Ronald Reagan, what was your favorite thing? You had a lot of things on the ranch. What was your favorite thing to ride? Uh, Bonzo. <laughs> <laughs> and Carol Channing, can you just sing one for us?
0: Carol Channing. A um, I, I kiss on the hand may be quite continental, but diamonds are a girl's best friend. Oh, isn't that marvelous? <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, rich little... This has made my year already, and it's just January. Man, it's been su- such a treat. You got a book coming out?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I did, I'm re-releasing it. I, I put it, I, it came out about five years ago, and I've re-released it in a couple of new chapters and a new cover, and it's called People I Have Known and Been. <laughs> i it on Amazon.com.
1: Is that Groucho up there?
0: And a lot of my sketches are in here. You know, I'm. Oh, I, that's right,
1: I'm, that's right. I was going to ask you about your sketches.
0: Oh yeah, I do a lot of a lot of drawings. There's one of my all-time favorites, Gregory.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and that's your drawing?
0: Yeah, all, that's all these are my drawings. Wow. Uh, so everybody I talk about in the book, I did, I did, uh, I did a drawing of, and uh, there, there's Carol, you know. Oh yeah. Oh wow, that's excellent. Wow. And I, you know, so everybody I talk about, uh, and it's not a biography. It's, it's, uh, you know. Just, you know, interesting things that have happened and funny things that have happened with me and celebrities down through the years. But it's a it's kind of a fun book, you know, Robert Goulet. You remember Bob? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Great guy.
1: Did you now? Did you uh, is that book available everywhere?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We we don't have to come to Las Vegas.
1: We don't have to come to Las Vegas and get it.
0: No, no, I don't (laughs) think it's in the bookstores, but if you ask for it, they may. They may get it. I don't know.
1: You know, we're based in Kansas City, Missouri, and our our Chiefs were just in in Vegas. Right. Yeah. That's true. Now, do you follow football? Yeah, I do. I do uh, watch a lot of football. You know, I'm not rooting
0: for anybody. Right. um, I'm not a big Raider fan, but. uh, Yeah, good for you. Rowdy people there.
1: Yeah. uh, (laughs) Right.
0: And every every time I go to the Tropicana on a Sunday, I'd have to leave an hour earlier. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah, it's okay to hate the Raiders. I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, Rich, it's been such a pleasure, man. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, just an honor to talk to you. And what uh, you just, uh, you've been so entertaining in my life for so many years. So thank you.
0: Thanks, Randy. I appreciate that.
1: You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. Be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.